Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is a VFL podcast. <laughs> Fuck it, I've switched off early. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Josh, you got a highlight of the week past? Well, being uh, being Aussies, we're all about fair play, yeah? Uh, at least until we get caught. But um, one uh, one bloke who has been fighting a lot of people who cheat is uh, Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt, yes. Yep. Juicy um, slots that they are. He... he if, uh, if if Donald Trump's loose on Twitter, Mark Hunt must be the next level up. Um, loves some Twitter beef, and he's not... Some, like Charles Sonnen, he yeah. loves throwing the, the gentle barbs out that just twist. Mark Hunt doesn't give a fuck no. at all, which uh, happens when you're a, you know, 100-and-whatever-kilo super Samoan who just knocks fuckers out. Yeah. Um, I do like... It's the only sport where they can get away with that, like swearing at press conferences and... and yeah, um, yeah bitching off on Twitter and calling everyone fucking cheats and whatnot, which he's right. Well, but. he had one with uh, Fabricio Verdum, uh, who he put up an Instagram post saying, you're not following daddy at Verdum. You know, obviously he calls himself daddy for some fucking reason. Calling himself whatever he wants. Brazilian. On, yeah. on Instagram, when daddy sees you, I'm going to knock you out again. And so Mark Hunt just jumps in at Verdum. Daddy doesn't have a job anymore because daddy sticks needles in your stupid ass. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy working at the petrol station, you rat fuck. <laughs> he said, doesn't take kindly to it. And rightly so. <laughs> well, he's he's lost so much because of losing to steroid cheats. Now, are you talking about uh, money or brain cells? Well, a little of column A, a little of column B. Yeah, More money, so. though. More money. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was famous for uh, getting into a, a fight playing some first-person shooter. I'm pretty sure it was on the internet. Yeah. And the guy was giving him shit so he's like alright tell me where you live I'll come around beat your ass so the kid did turns oh. out turns out this this kid was like 11 years old <laughs> and Mark Hunt rock up at his dog oh how awesome would that be yeah the kid would have been oh I'm sorry daddy you'd, be, you'd have to be shitting like Mark Hunt isn't going to beat up an 11 year old but he'll probably fucking intimidate the shit out of him but just imagine how disappointed he would have been he's up ready for a fight he's gone around there with his boys he's like ah oh, shit oh well back just, to Fortnite just a snack maybe, yeah. maybe his mum's hot Actually, I saw Gokon Saki said he wants to fight Mark Hunter heavyweight. Like, that's the fight to make. Both those guys have been knocked out of heavy really? title. Is it? I'm, I'm, I'm happy if Mark Hunt went off into the sunset right now. Well, me too. But if he's got one more fight left on his contract, and Gokon Saki would be a good stand up, in, knock him in, down. In Adelaide, they're talking about, aren't they? Yeah, yep. yeah, with the next one. Yeah, Bob, fair enough. I saw Bob Sapp had another fight. No, oh, no he didn't. No, he's, <laughs> no, he didn't. He's, he's on a card. He's fighting bare knuckle fighting championships. No, he's not. On the, he might be there. Well, he's not he's fighting. Not fighting. Yeah. He's getting paid. It's fight, Chris Lieben. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, not joking. Undercard <laughs> oh. to Johnny Hendricks versus someone. So I think <laughs> you know, I think it's in the whatever weight division. It would not surprise me if that was actually what the poster said: Johnny yeah. Hendricks versus someone <laughs> at some weight. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! It's just happening. Also, uh, Kid Yamamoto died. 
I saw that today. Yeah. Only, um, well, he only announced, what, two months ago yep. that he had cancer. So obviously it fucking got him quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, what a shame. I hadn't been in the UFC for years, but no. you know, he's a fucking good fighter. Yeah, plus got that legendary status, but yeah, got diagnosed cancer and yeah, dead. Like 40, 41, 42, something like something that. Like that. Shit, that went down quick. Yeah, yeah, it did. All right, so Brenton, what's your highlight of the week? Well, I've got a little Not list that. going here. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it with MMA at the start. So, I mean, it was pretty funny with... Uh, oh, I didn't want to see the Al Canelo Alvarez Triple G fight, the Ooh. boxing match. I, no. heard, I heard the controversy. Uh, it wasn't, well, I wouldn't say it was controversial. It was, Literally have not heard a thing. It was a fucking amazing fight. Like, boxing can generally be like... Uh, some fights can be brawls. Other ones can be for the purists where you appreciate the skill. This one was for everybody. It was seriously the best boxing match I've seen in maybe ever in my lifetime. Right, okay. Not going to previous fights. Better than Balboa and Clubber Lane? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. This Ooh. one uh, maybe may maybe more skillful too. Well, that, only, that, hit. that only lasted two rounds, Rocky yeah. and Clubber. Anyway. This one was, uh, yeah, went the whole distance. Uh, there was some controversy in the fight, but it could have been any, anyone's fight. It was, it was really impossible to score. Um but oh, I tried, and I did have it for Triple G, but Canelo won, and I think that's whatever. Um, so it's anyway, just a good fight. Well, but at, it, at the same time, yeah, it's not a boxing match that goes to the decision unless there's controversy. Like, yeah, yeah, I think it was a split as well, wasn't it? Uh, yep, yep, yeah. So I'd, oh, memory, majority, majority. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, split yeah, majority. Split, yeah. Um, from memory, it was like 48, 49, 49, 46, 46, 49. How the fuck can you get such variety in scoring? Well, this one, one had a... This, the thing is, I would usually agree with boxing because they're usually corrupt as fuck, but this one yeah. was really, really hard to score. Yeah. Like, each round was a mini fight in itself. It ebbed and flowed and comebacks and, you know, people getting not knocked down, but almost looking like they're done. Um, but Floyd Mayweather comes out and says that uh, he's going to fight Pacquiao again just before the fight starts, just to yeah. take a little bit of sheen off of that. Um, and Look. Golden Boy Promotions going into their first MMA fight coming up soon. Massive right. blockbuster event oh, of... Uh, Liddell? Yep, Chuck Liddell versus oh, Tito. Fuck. Three. Um, Tito Ortiz? Held, held, the, oh. held the press conference, and obviously Tito, being the bright spark, he is going on about how Chuck can't string a sentence together and then uh, try to throw some trash talking. And I've actually got a... You're going to say, and he couldn't string a sentence together. This is this is exactly right. And this is uh, what he said. He's uh, he's reaching for he's he's reaching for those grapes. He's trying to make his wine, and the wine is already sounding like a violin with that cheese and wine. Um, we'll, we'll see you on November 24th. <laughs> That's what he's come out with. Uh, see, that reminds me of when uh, he was fighting Ken Shamrock. And Shamrock tried to trash talk him. He talked about how, you know, there's going to be violence. We close the cage and blah blah blah. And uh, Ortiz yeah. has just popped back with something like, "What are you going to do?" He's like, "You're going to see what I'm going to do. It's going to be violence. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to knock you out into a living death." And you see Ortiz has just stopped for a second, and then pissed himself, laughed his ass off right in his face, and then Shamrock got pissed off and kicked a chair. Yeah, but it flew up in the air and. Well, I think the best one was Donald like Silver when he said he wants to fuck Chuck. Yes. <laughs> I want to fuck Chuck. Uh, I'll fight. Fight Chuck. <laughs> as intimidating as he is, that lost all credibility for intimidation after you that see, I think it's even more intimidating because if he comes, I want to fuck you. It, there's not many blokes that can stop the bastard. Well, there was somebody in one of the Ultimate Fighters. He, he said, uh, you don't want to fight me. You want to fuck me. And it might be Bisping. He's, and he, I think he said... Um, uh, words to the effect of you better hope I don't because if I do there's nothing you can do <laughs> no it was Shamrock Shamrock said it um, in yeah, one right. of his fights somebody said you know you, you want to fuck me he goes well if I do champ there's nothing you can do about it <laughs> I have to look that one up later on. I, I, um, I have a hard time believing Shamrock said that on purpose no it was it was brilliant it was one of his rare moments of clarity so that's how you know it was a long time ago 
Yeah. Also, uh, Connor has brought out his own whiskey. Um, just be real. He's been talking about it for a while. Uh, he put a big Instagram post up talking about how his, his grandfather on his mum's side was in the whiskey Drunk. game for whatever, and he wants to make a whiskey that's you know really uh, tells the story of the Irish people. Of course like, he does. It's so pr- probably, probably cast strength at seventy percent or something like that. In other words, he's just going to take another one off the shelf and change the label. Yep. White label. Yep. Well, well, not far off. Far off there because uh, he's like, I've, I've done everything I can to. Um, uh, where have I got it here? Oh, it's called Proper Twelve. That's right. Um, <clears throat> He's spent years, he's, he's put just over three years into the making of this liquid alone. It's a 12-year-old scotch, or 12-year-old whiskey. I'm feeling yeah. like this doesn't quite add up. And then he goes on to say it's made of the, the finest golden grain and finest single malt in Ireland. Obviously, there's no idea what either of those terms mean, because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, single malt means single distillery and malted barley, and grain means it's made from any grain that's not barley. Yep. So it could be a rye. And the single has nothing to do with just one grain, it just means one distillery, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's doing the doing the hard sell, but he's softened up by saying that uh, he's going to donate some of the profits from each case to first responders in whatever city that case is sold in. So there's something there. Right. Yeah. Someone How gets cut out of it. How the fuck are you going to do that? Well, he's, well, he's, he's going to go not, around but... there, throw dollies <laughs> at the windows, and yeah. then the res- first responders rock yeah. up. And he goes, here you go, guys. And we'll finish out the highlights with actually some AFL news. Uh, Tex Walker's misso is pregnant. Oh, is she? So, yeah. Gonna Ellie, Ellie Brown, I believe her name is. Yep. Going to have a... Another one coming along, so it's probably best recruiting Crow's done in a long, yeah, long the off-season so far. So It's uh, the best move they've made all year. Yeah. And do we talk about the sample in the se- section? Uh, or? I think we might. And the knee fall, perhaps. Uh, cover, cover it after. We've only got two games of AFL to cover. Yeah, that's why I had to pad out some, uh, no, <laughs> some, some highlights. We've got plenty to talk um, beyond that, but uh, we're getting to the first one, which is obviously uh, the Hawks and the Demons on uh, Friday night. I tell you, um, after last week's game, I was a little bit nervous, and I thought, you know, Melbourne are going in, favourites, and yeah. Stratton's obviously out. And I thought, oh, you know what? We, we need a bit of things to go our way if we're going to get up in this one. Yep. And then O'Meara was... Laid out. A, a, well, he was select, at selection night. Mm. And I thought, what are those off-season trade rumours website that Josh goes to? I might just start looking at them now. <laughs> yeah, as soon as O'Meara <laughs> was out, I thought, oh, that's it's, fucking It's got to be hard for me. Because I know the game plan, they were talking about, um, uh, oh, their tagger. Who, what's his fucking name? Um, Harms Harms talking about hit, putting him on O'Meara rather than Mitchell because Mitchell will get the ball but O'Meara is the one who damages you with it the most Yeah. and then as soon as O'Meara is out it's like well that well, uh, it's not going to happen yep that removes him so I guess you can tag Mitchell now um, to be fair I thought the Hawks went alright and they controlled large portions of the game but just yep. you can see that they lacked um, oh, lacked in, the target in fairness Hawthorne I thought played well it's they, just yeah. Melbourne played better, faster. All the clean plays were Melbourne plays. Yeah, and look, to be fair, I thought Hawthorne should have been uh, ahead after the first or second quarter, just on the fact that Melbourne couldn't get out of their defensive yeah. 50. When they did, just kicked straight to Hawthorne supporter. Uh, Hawthorne. Hawthorne <laughs> probably a couple of times. Maxi Gorn did that a couple of times, <laughs> Haw- yeah. Hawthorne player, and just got sent back in, but they didn't convert into goals, which is... Second term, I think Hawthorne had not goal six to three goals one, something yep. like that. Yeah, and the, th- the three goals they got were rebound like length of the mm, field goals. Yeah. They were nice and clean, yeah. but otherwise Hawthorne dominated that quarter yeah. and end up what fifteen points to the to the bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I thought that was um, something they it was really hard to remedy without Omira there. To be honest, you need yeah. someone who's going to be able to set it up. But but yeah, I mean, but they that, had a chance. And I sort of liked it, Clarkson after the game. He said, you know, we didn't have three or four guys. That says he, he didn't blame it. He said that shows that we lack depth. Yeah, and yeah. you know, you go well. We've got to look at the trade table. You've got to, you know, and that's all it was. They they lacked depth. Yeah, yeah. Um, they didn't have the, the guys to come in to be able to replace them. But also, I think playing finals, Hawthorne 
used to having the crowd behind them in a fair way. And I reckon it would have been about 70,000 Melbourne and 20,000 Hawthorne, it seemed. Uh, not yeah. quite that much, but yeah, it was definitely, yep. it was, I'd say, 66-33. It was a massive majority. No, yeah. I didn't get to go to that game because I was actually terrified that I might need to take a massive shit after having food poisoning at a packed MCG. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I'm down for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was it was a decent old game though. Well, I thought it was, thought it was highly enjoyable. Yeah. Like, I think you're never going to get a clean game that's close. Yeah. Uh, in in finals football particularly because the pressure is so intense. Uh, but I think overall it was just a, a game with plenty of fun. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, there was some uh, of the uh, Melbourne's you know, goal square to goal square work. It was just so crisp and clean. But yeah. A lot of time I thought Hawthorne got caught out on, on the on the thick side, especially yeah. when kicking in um, from, obviously, Melbourne would have the ball in their defensive 50. They kick it out straight to Hawthorne's a play, uh, player. They'd kick it, you know, front and centre of the goal, but yeah. go a bit too fast, open up the other side. That yeah. allowed them to run. And Melbourne's um, set up in the in the back line. Um, it, I, yeah. I guess yeah. it helps when there isn't a marking target in the other team. Yeah. But um, yeah. That, whenever the ball got brought to the ground, there was no crumbing goals. No, yeah. They had the first player there and two blokes to ship it off. Um, and you know there was some, especially Viney. They made the Hawthorne tacklers embarrassingly slow. Yeah, like, it's one thing to break tackles, but they weren't. You know, it wasn't like he was big. Don't argues. They were fingertip tackles, and he just went right through them. Talking about Viney, uh, Mitchell got the better stats. He had uh, Viney had twenty seven touches versus Mitchell's twenty four, but Mitchell had ten tackles and five marks. But I think Viney still took the chocolates. Like yeah, to did. me, he was best on ground and just fucking phenomenal to watch. He's he's been a spectacular player for a while, yeah. but this is. To me, his best game to date, and I'd say that's probably one of Mitchell's better games as well. Oh, he, he had a good game, even yeah. though he only had twenty-four touches. But he got knocked over in the first quarter. You can see he wasn't good. But um, if he's had forty touches, it's usually what twenty-five handballs, fifteen kicks. Yeah, yeah, but he had sure. twenty-four touches. Is that right? And about yeah, seventeen hand, uh, seventeen kicks, seventeen, 17 kicks. Handballs. Exactly. Yep. So he's gone the other way. But it's his ten tackles that I think was impressive. Um, Standard for him too. The, a little bit. the problem, though, I found was um, Melbourne were much, much harder at it. They were oh. they were wanting to be unsociable, stronger. Yeah, and they mm. had players that stood up where you can't cover everyone, and they had enough of their yeah. mid-tier players. I thought Melksham played a good game. Didn't get heaps of footy, but when well, he did, I thought he was what, all right. Fucking Petrarca should be worried about Mark Hunt giving him a call. He looks like he's on the gas. <laughs> yeah. Um, you say Melksham, I reckon he had a good quarter. I reckon he, he might did have just been a quarter. But that left foot snap goal from 50. Is all right. Yeah, you know, yeah. When yeah. other players are struggling, and he's uh, pulled that one out. I, I reckon he hits that one time out of 10. I think for someone like Melksham, you, just, you need two goals return on him, and I yep. think that's a, a fair game for and him. He took some good marks in the last quarter when you know there was a sniff left in it. Yeah, he, yep. he'd taken marks, uh, strong marks in the forward thirty. I think that, them through. Also, Gunston three five. That's a fucking terrible return from that. Uh, but he had a great game though. He, yeah. he had a good game, but, but he, well, he missed a few. Well, you can't expect to kick eight straight, really. But you know, if he kicks six six, six two, yeah. that's when you're kicking less than fifty percent. You're fucking up somewhere. Well, it was in the third quarter too, where he's running into that open goal. Yeah, and he, uh, slammed it in the post. Yep. and it was sitting next to one of your mates, Josh, who's a Hawthorne supporter. And I turned to him and went, "That's the game." Yeah, and you could see it. It went down the other end. It did. Yeah, in the space of twenty seconds. Because that's when it. There was almost a four goal turnaround there. That would have brought it back to. It would have brought about it, two goals. No, it would have under two goals. Uh, eight points. Eight points. Eight yeah. or nine points. It, it would have been so under two yeah. goals. I think Melbourne. That's right. That's right, Morty. That is definitely over forty-five. Um, yeah, and you can see they came back. I'm pretty sure they kicked two goals on the trot after that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you just you can see the, the sting go out of the Hawks after that one. But did it come out? Was that in the last quarter? Or last. Was that, they kicked the first two or first three. Two, yeah, yeah. They started to get a bit of a sniff there. Yeah. 
And um, yeah, and then it just fell away. But I think, like you said, they did they did lack depth, and some of the younger players who've had decent seasons sort of faded away a little bit here. Like uh, yeah. Young Burton, I thought he didn't have a bad game, but certainly didn't have much no, of an impact. I reckon him. He the last two weeks, I thought he was fine, but Morrison and Warple were exceptionally quiet. Warple mm. seemed to be running away more than he was running toward. And Impey was playing brilliantly, but could not kick for shit. Yeah. But to me, the biggest one was uh, Bergwijn. Only had 13 touches. Uh, if you can limit him, doing a long way to limit well, the midfield. I reckon the worst one was uh, Luke Bruce. He never looked likely all night. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, I've been following it along with the mongrel punt. Uh, the first player to kick 50 goals and 100 tackles. Yep. Ended up on 99. <laughs> Oh, he got warned. <laughs> and I reckon, too, that he was robbed of a couple of tackles. I like to see what their definition of a tackle is. <laughs> but anyway, that's the way it goes. Uh, young showmakers, though. Only six touches of the night, but two goals. Did that, his that's job. return from him. Did his job. You uh, take that. And he was uh, he only came in late as well. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I, he, his first goal was a nice one from the a set shot from the boundary. Yeah. And I remember, you know, I said to you, like, don't worry about it. He's got this one. He's fine. But end of the night, I think the scores from set shots were six goals, six to 11 goals, four. Yeah. Right. That'll do you. Yeah, that'll tell us tell yeah. a story. Um, but uh, I think uh, Melbourne have got a better shot at um, challenging West Coast than what Hawthorne would have anyway. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. say so. And it's still, it's still a fantastic season with the Hawks. And I don't think anyone predicted they would uh, make it this far. No, well, none of us did. So none of us picked them in no, the top eight. Be. So, but um, you know, there is uh, issues with Hawthorne as well because, uh, well, Ricky Henderson he had a good night, um, but you go through. Uh, their, their list like Burgoyne's 36 mm, yeah. Ruffy's 32 um, Isaac Smith will be 30 by the end of the year um, I'm looking through Spud Frawley's I'm sort of asking who's their next superstar um, Shield uh, Shields is probably well he's 28 the most likely but he, yeah he's 28 so well I mean the superstars are Mitchell and O'Meara yeah yeah mm, and Sicily yeah. you know you go, yeah okay there's, there's something there um, but you know the, there's Henderson Stratton Smith is 30 next month um, Burton, uh, sorry, Burgoyne, Roughhead, um, Birchall, who's 31. There's five or six players that are on the wrong side of 30 That's and who are still best 22. They're yeah. not going to be there in two years' time. Uh, Burgoyne might. Burgoyne might. He'll yeah. keep going. Yeah. <laughs> um, be there for another six years. But uh, having said that, Hawthorne have shown they're willing to trade away their premiership players, even for only a small return, but a small return is enough in some cases. Yeah. Uh, are there any father-sons coming up? Uh, no, we we don't like father sons for some reason. We've we've knocked them back. No oh, idiots then. But uh, well, we, we sent them to Adelaide, and Adelaide cut them. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but gonna, it's going to be interesting to see how many um, trades Hawthorne do start now, because there's going to be players who have to leave. Obviously, you yeah. got you got to cut the list. Uh, there's a f- be a few untouchables like like the ones you mentioned earlier, Sicily, Amira, yeah, yeah. Mitchell. But there's going to be players where the if there's an option elsewhere, they'll explore it, and it will include players like Roughhead. Yeah, um, not just they'll explore it. Clarkson will explore it for him. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and yeah. tell them, mate. You know what? You've got one more year here, or you can go there for two years and coach for three. Yep. No. Like, that's from a wealth player welfare kind of view. That's brilliant. But, yeah. you know, but at the same time, I don't like seeing Luke Hodge run out in a fucking Lions Guernsey. Well, didn't like seeing um, Lewis run out in a Melbourne Guernsey either. It, I tell he you, he I, didn't have much of an impact with the ball, but his uh, generaling of yeah. the, the line was brilliant. You could see him screaming yeah, at players. You could see him yep. all the time organising them, and yep. that's his job. And well, sometimes was, you're not sure, hang on, is that him? And then he turns around, lifesaver haircut, yep, that's yeah. him. Did a lot of organising the umpires too. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's his, his way. 
But um, no, the, obviously the, all the stories about uh, Melbourne and their dream run. Um, it, it is a good fairy tale for them. Um, yep. It's a big ask to go over there in the West, but I'll tell you what, they're, they're the, the team to do it. Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting matchup. Um, I, I did see too um, on uh, Reddit they had Jim Steins' uh, grave boulder. Yeah, as yep. it is, someone's uh, nicely draped a Melbourne flag over it in the, in Ireland. Well, uh, Melbourne uh, scarf, sorry. That's the other thing uh, too. You just reminded me when we were at the game, we were very near um, the, oh, the commentary, uh, the, com- the Fox footy oh, right. commentary, yep. which is above one of the races. Yep. And uh, oh, I don't know, five minutes to go. Um, the Fox commentary is getting ready for their post game stuff. Yep. And Paul Ruse sits down. I tell you what, the Melbourne faithful haven't forgotten. Oh, shit, no. not was, forgotten. Not- the ruse chant went up, and I thought, "Oh, North's here." But, uh, <laughs> it, but it went for a good ten minutes. It did, and to be fair, it's if they manage to, you know, if they manage to fucking steal this one, he's got to get uh, get a medal mention, surely. Oh, he'll, he'll get it. He'll, he'll get, get the um, the Bob Murphy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you know, Melbourne were a fucking basket case of three years back. Everyone knows, and it's a great story too, because uh, a lot of their basket case stuff, you know, it was. Uh, uh, teams like Geelong uh, benefit from that you know the the infamous bloody game down there which is Mark Neild's last one where you know they won by what was it 220 points or whatever Um, you know Geelong did that to them and and Hawthorne until last year had beaten um, Melbourne for 11 years straight or some shit like that tell me when it's 18 (laughs) yeah Um, so they've knocked Geelong out uh, one week and Hawthorne the next week so they're a couple of big scalps and, uh, really and look cha- good doing it. Changing of the guard. Well, I think they they looked better last week, did they? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, they looked. I think they played their best quarter last week. Yeah, but well, I yeah. mean, they kept Geelong to four goals. Yeah, I think Geelong might have kept Geelong to four goals as well. Yeah, I think. Right. Yeah, Geelong. Geelong looked much worse than Hawthorne did. Uh, yeah, I agree in the that. game. Yeah, I think uh, Hawthorne at least were in the game. In portions, like they they made it uh, seem like look, we if you slack off, we're going to fuck yeah. you up. Uh, Whereas even though Melbourne took the foot off the, the pedal a bit. Geelong were never really going to yeah, challenge no, really. them after quarter time. But it, all, even when Hawthorne were in control, it always felt like it wouldn't. It? Hawthorne could pinch this. Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, not Melbourne need to get back into it. They yeah. could pinch it. Yeah, uh, it, wasn't yeah. A des- it wouldn't have been a deserved win, but who gives a fuck, it's a win to win. And I think Maxi Gorn still won the ruck battle, but not by as much as you would have thought. Yep. So yeah. I think, I think he had 40 odd hit outs to 25, but it was more the around the ga- ground stuff. Uh, Gorn was not impactful around the ground. He, he took, he kicked one goal, took one big mark. Down yep. back, but that was about. I think the big it. mark Lots down back. He then decided to kick and then kicked it out of bounds. He could have too, actually. Can't remember. <laughs> Can't remember. But um, yeah, I thought McAvoy did all right without starring. Oh, McAvoy's um, value for money. Yeah, of course he is. Um, and I reckon there's a few dodgy um, selections from the, the Hawks at the selection panel. But anyway, well, there was also goes. a few dodgy umpiring calls. But you know, Hawthorne had to get something, I guess, for the day. You have to get something. First time it's ever happened. <laughs> we got some. Yeah, that's why. All right, on to uh, Collingwood GWS. I can just be fairly quick, this one. Jesus, fuck, it was a fun game to watch. Fun, was it? <laughs> it was scrappy. I, I don't care about scrappy. Like, yeah. I'm okay with scrappy football as long as the passion's there. It's when it's scrappy and players like, well, I fucked that kick up, I don't give a yeah. shit. That's what gives me the shits. But when players are scrappy because they're trying their ass off and they're getting chased down by eight people, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, having said that, the scrappiest part was the fucking goal kicking. Yeah. Oh, that was shocking, wasn't it? Collingwood kicked 9 15. Yeah, it was, it was shotgun approach. It was uh, there was more spray and pray than a fucking American school. Well, realistically, Collingwood should have won by ten goals. Yeah, for, for sure, for sure. And uh, from from the get go too, straight yeah. from the first bounce, that was all over him. And yeah, Giro just couldn't couldn't recover. It, the funniest thing is, 
that uh, probably 12 months ago, the pressure on coaches would have been reversed. Buckley was the one talking about getting sacked and uh, Cameron was safe. Yeah. He, he's not safe. I, not, I think he's got one more year. Yeah, he's got to show something next year, doesn't he? Mm. Well, you've got... He's constantly been talked up about how he's in charge of a Ferrari. And you look at his list. There's at least 12 players that any team would take. Yep. Uh, and will. And he's trying to. <laughs> so... What's what's the fucking issue, mate? Yeah. Like you're getting out coached by a bloke who was out of a job twelve months back. Well, to be fair, I don't think he got out coached on this one. I think some of the players just had absolute shockers of a day. Toby Green couldn't get near it. No, um, no. and neither could Jeremy Cameron. Um, and, yeah. and there's there's your goals. We had to come down to the wing just to get the ball half the time, and yeah. that was because they really struggled to sort of make that transition from half back to half forward. Yeah. And yeah, found themselves under pressure. And I mean, side bottom again was fantastic. Oh, if he's yeah. not player of the finals, I don't know who is. The Garriers medal they have now, they yeah. vote on, yeah. it, and he's he's leading that. Yeah, yeah, it's going to take some big some big dusty moments to overrun that one. <laughs> um, if he plays, that's the funny thing because the uh, Garriers medal is voted by the coaches, so it's like the coaches association. So they give five, four, three, two, one. Yep. Each coach uh, on each game. So Dusty plays one less final. Yeah, this is true. Somebody yeah. like uh, side bottom. We but can, anyway, we can put some pressure on those it's people. When do, they, metal. when do they bother presenting that? Uh, no idea. Brownlow night. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I have no clue, and I couldn't even tell you who won it last year. It'd be one of the funny things because you know Brownlow. Obviously, you present it the the week of. It was presented Brownlow night. It's kind of like all right, you got the the most consistent award or something. It, well, it's one of those awards that you didn't win the big one, but here's, here's something. something. Oh, well, they give uh, you know probably half a dozen medals on Brownlow night. Just, it comes with a check. I'm all for it. Yeah. Pr- wow. Maybe it does. I don't know. Well, it's, is Gary is uh, sponsoring the the award? I doubt it. <laughs> I very much doubt that. But uh, it comes with a free mullet. Um, I thought uh, when it got into Collingwood forward line, God damn, has Digoe got a, an extra yard of pace? That oh my God! Nobody else could keep. Who was it playing on him? Fuck! I forgot his name. It's a fellow blonde hair, long blonde hair. Uh, I keep on, I keep on calling him um, Davis. No, 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 not no. Davis. He's got long blonde hair. <clears throat> Blondie Brown. Fuck. Anyway, he's he got, pretty he got touched up. That's one that's going to destroy your confidence yeah, for, yeah. for like next season because he just couldn't get near it. And every time he was either holding someone yep. or getting um, out out led by Dugowie and just missing contests. Yeah. It seemed like he couldn't do a thing right. And in that situation, I don't know what a coach says to a player because you can't rip into him after being yeah. thoroughly destroyed like that. It's like, mate, he's what do too you do? Good. Yeah. He's too yeah. Good. Uh, maybe, maybe you're a ringman. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you need help. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. I mean, it's, it's like when Buddy gets on his, uh, on his merry way. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. You yep. need a couple. Yeah. Um, and he just had space to lead into. He was just far too fast. Um, but it's also with Mason Cox down there. You know you've got a, a focal forward who can take marks. He did take a couple of good marks. He did all right. right. He got but a it, fair few chops across the arm too. He did. Yeah, uh, well, as he does. Yeah. But I reckon he gave Phil Davis more trouble than what Buddy did the week before. Oh, yeah. 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 Mind you, fucking longer reach too. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, that's that's the game. I yeah. think uh, Davis v. Buddy is a better matchup for Davis. Uh, but against Cox, you know, bigger isn't always better, but it's always yeah, bigger. It's always bigger. Yeah. Professional stand on the mark player as well yeah yeah <laughs> great cost you extra five meters in kicking distance why wouldn't you love, why hear, wouldn't you do it? love hearing him try and figure out what the hell our, our final structure is all about yeah. <laughs> you see that i think i, yeah, think yeah. I, put it on, I saw it on twitter he's a crack up yeah and he's starting to lose his american accent he's, he's pronouncing oh. it australia he's starting to actually get a little bit of uh, australian accent going Jeez. which is uh which it's, is good i told you that you once you go into collingwood mate it, it seeps in you here. can't yeah you can't you can't not uh join the herd yeah. I did say too. It was what seventy uh, odd thousand at the game. Yeah, which is it was pretty low for Collingwood. But it was a wet night, and you know GWS are obviously no fans. Yeah, yeah. yep. Which uh, is unfortunate. 
But 71,000 is not a bad effort. No, especially considering half of them are probably still stuck in Perth. Yeah. 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 Jeremy Howe taking two absolute, oh, or actually oh, one and a half screamers. That was just ridiculous. It ridiculous. Spends, you know, what, two months out? on the yep. injured list yep. and comes back and does that and you go oh yeah that's he's right. like he's got different rules of, of gravity for him yeah. compared to everyone else but it's also who are the players standing in front of the fucker like if you know Jeremy yeah. Howe's behind you you'd be like alright I'm not going to stand under the fucking ball yeah, this is where the runner fucked up you need someone who's on Howe watch and you say get out of the way <laughs> duck duck but it's probably a few times they've gone nah it's alright yeah he can't jump this far yeah yeah he can yeah he can and all leap too uh, don't worry about hands in the back with uh, yeah. with him Always jumped clean over a couple of players. Uh, he's just an absolute freak. Um, I think he's been fortunate the last couple of years yep. um, that his freakish uh, marking ability has sort of hidden the fact that he's a really good backman. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously this year he's shown it. You know, he's he's held that uh, back line together th- through all the injuries. Yeah, yeah. And on the GWS side of things, I actually thought Kinligo had had a good game. He was one who was out there trying from uh, maybe maybe about ten minutes into the first quarter. No one really tried in the first ten minutes, but yeah, I noticed he uh, he blesses himself before the first bounce as well. Does so he really? Oh, really? Must be a very religious bloke. Yeah, must be the wrong guy because they fucking lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. It's, uh, uh, honestly, I I enjoyed watching the game. I thought it was fun. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. It was it was good. It was finals footy. You know, yeah. I enjoyed it. I thought there were obviously Collingwood should have. One, so I kind of enjoyed it for the fact that maybe Collingwood fucked this up. <laughs> oh, there's a chance they're going to screw this over. You were still hoping. Yeah, especially when uh, Stevenson kicking 0-3. I was like, oh, this is uh, it's going to be interesting. Well, you know, running into the last quarter, there was, what, a couple of points in it? And then Collingwood banged on, what, one, two, three, three four, or something like that? Four straight. It's, uh, it makes it hard <laughs> to come back yeah. from. Yeah. But even so, yeah. they managed, you know... GWS managed to bang back a couple, but there was just that long period of, you know, just uh, wrestle. Well, it, it was Collingwood had the ball and like, no, 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 we're not taking any risks here. There's a yeah, little target. Yeah, exactly. I was going to hit that one. Let's work it to the other side of the ground. Yep. Let's take yep. our time. Let's, but you know, smart footy. I still yeah, lobbed him to do too bad around the ground. It wasn't great, but I mean, you, you got to low expectations when it comes to lob, I think. Yeah, I don't think he took as many marks as you would have liked, especially when mm. you're going up against Grundy, who Grundy's, yep. you know, plays as an extra midfielder. Yeah, four marks you end up getting. Yeah, there you go. Um, so if uh, if Grundy's going to beat you around the ground, which he is, yeah, you've got to be yeah. taking those big contested marks, those big pack marks. Yeah, mm. um, I mean, he, he struggled with that a little bit, I think, on, on some of the night and opportunity as well. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah as much can do. But I think also having uh, Mason Cox as the chop out, that's that's not easy for a ruckman, no. especially lob size. Lob's athletic, but uh, he ain't jumping higher than no, Cox, no, no. and he ain't outrunning Grundy. So. He's, he doesn't get a break and I, and when I they switch out. Grundy's uh, physical strength is a little bit underrated too. Yeah. He's yep. a big lad. He's a he wide a lad. massive unit. Um, all right. Is is that it, you think, uh, for the Collingwood Giants? You got any more um, on that game? I think Griffin retired he now did. as well. So Post game. wrapped it up. Yeah. Yep. Um, and fair enough too. I yeah. think he, he's got everything he could out of his body. and He did. You now it's all sore and broken. So. Did a lot, of, a lot of hard work to avoid winning a flag from uh, Griffin. <laughs> Poor lad. Was, so he's retired. He's still got years. <laughs> well, he's, on... he's got Deledio there to, to, to yeah. commiserate with. He's still got years on contract, though, doesn't he? I don't think so. I, I think he he was wrapped up. He, he didn't have a big long term contract when he signed. I oh, see. I thought he did. I, um, I, I could be wrong. But if players do that, if they do retire, uh, the contracts cut. Yeah. Ah, uh, it depends. It depends when they retire and who they are. Because, um, uh, well, put it this way. Um, I know it still comes under the salary cap, but it doesn't necessarily mean the player gets paid. 
Yeah, because they're not fulfilling their duties. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, but you don't want teams signing up a 100-year deal and exactly. they going, oh, he retired. Which is why when the Swan signed Buddy, they told them that nine years is counting in your salary cap whether he plays it or not. Yeah. Right, right. So, this is why you need to accrue your sick leave, get a good doctor, you don't retire, <laughs> yeah. you're just sick for the entire year, yeah. run it out, and then like, look, I've got other things going on. So like at Hawthorne's side of things, um, so Tyrone Vickery retired in January or whenever it was, so he doesn't get paid. But his contract counts under our total yeah. player. Yeah, he doesn't get paid at anything in life, actually. That's a problem. <laughs> and to say, Jakey King's rocking yeah. up at Hawthorne. Like, hey, my boy hasn't been paid. What's going on, guys, huh? <laughs> All right. All right, so we'll look at uh, preliminary final week. And uh, it's, a, it's a bit like, I think a lot of people used to say this is for the prelim final week is for footy purists. Yeah, it's the last time that the you know the the fans can get the tickets before the corporate step in. Well, still it's fucking steep for the fans to get the tickets. You say that there was uh, what the uh, the member tickets sold out in mere minutes with uh, Richmond Collingwood, which is between them they've got what one hundred and eighty thousand members roughly. Yeah, one eighty five around, yeah. around that mark. So you know, with 40,000 uh, 40, member allocation, you know, it's, it's always going to be tough. Yeah, yep. Uh, and then within thirty seconds, there's always the tickets on eBay too. Of course. And even us, you know, we're AFL members and we went last week, it cost us $21. To go this week was $81 or something like that. That's a fair old hike. 81 to get in the door in the nosebleeds. Uh, Although if you're a gold member, it was 26 bucks. Uh, But we're not gold members yet. Uh, We got one gold member in the family, which could have... Two. Two? Oh, yeah. Well, Ron Richram gold member. Does it matter which... which, uh, No. No, it's anyone. No. Yeah, some people probably be angry, but we turned the tickets down. Yeah, <laughs> well, we did. There's lots of people on Reddit and stuff like that. You know, oh, can anybody got tickets? And you go, and I actually said to somebody, oh, I've got four, but I might like to lay down. So <laughs> can't help you. Sorry, mate. <laughs> no, legit had um, five tickets set up ready to go, and then it's like, hang on, because you know when on Ticket Tech how it goes from yeah, yeah, X, from twenty six dollars. I'm like, oh sweet, I will just grab you know yeah, five tickets, job done. Yeah, and then it's like two of them are twenty six dollars. The other three, yeah. Yeah. 185. Ah, so uh, nah. He's three bills yeah, yeah. for that game. Yeah. yeah, so it would have been, you know, 600 and whatever bucks. Yeah. yeah. I think this game's going to be the GWS versus Gold Coast final that we never got, like by proxy. Because <laughs> you've got all the off cuts. You've got all the Gold Coast. And <laughs> they've, they've got all the GWS. The GWS, yeah. yeah fair so enough. It's like the proxy war of, of the expansion teams in this one. Yeah, good. Um, so, yeah, GWS, I mean, they can lose twice in two weeks. Fuck them. <laughs> Who's really losing is JB Hi Fi. They've had so many televisions nicked for this fucking game. <laughs> um, so, they reckon there's going to be over 100,000 there, which would be fantastic, though. So, do, do, they, do they count to count the pie cart and everyone else? Because uh, it doesn't only hold just over 100,000, so it's going to be well, some. There's a lot of standing room. Well, so, I mean, I'm sure the people on the gates are upsetting people and wouldn't let anyone in on the sly for a stinky 50. Yeah, do you reckon uh, Punt Road's going to be open? Oh, uh, Punt, maybe. Punt Road's going to be uh, a battleground, pretty much. <laughs> open, have, even if it's not. It's, it's, well, gonna be, no, it's actually going to be Swan Street. You're going to have yeah. Collingwood one end, then Tigers this end, and just meet in the middle, like Braveheart scene. Well, I can't imagine Victoria Park is obviously going to have a viewing, but if uh, they're up at three-quarter time, I can see them starting the march. Yeah. Down to the G. Uh, and it, it could get fucking nasty. I think they're actually doing Margaret Court for a viewing. Um, I read on... Just across the road. Didn't, didn't confirm this, but I did read that, that I think Collingwood might have hired Margaret Court. Cause, um, you should say Margaret Court Arena. Arena, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hi, yeah. yeah no one's going to hire Margaret Court unless <laughs> no. you're, I don't know, the Liberal Party maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, plus when the inevitable fight breaks out afterwards, they're really close to Punt Road, just yeah. so you know it's a fair fight. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and go this, back for reinforcements. Yeah, and I mean, in Victoria Park, you just burn down your own place. You may as well come down to Richmond and, and fuck up Swan Street. So what about the game itself? Do you buy anything into the dusty knee issues? Nah. No. No. I, I reckon it's legit. He's got a sore knee. Doesn't matter. First yeah. I heard it was a corky. 
Yeah. I was like, well, let's um, padding out some stories here, aren't we? Uh, who the fuck that was? Yeah. Well, he probably does have a, a sore knee. Maybe it's even, you know, there's a, a minor tear or yeah. something. He'll just get an injection and play. Yeah, I was going to say, it might be too, like, oh, it's a bit niggling, like, mate, sit the fuck down. Yeah. Nothing else is happening. You're done. Don't worry about it. Um, I do like, you know, some of the fans that come out and say, nah, Neil Baum said on radio, it's nothing. <laughs> so? <laughs> it's not like he was under oath. And, and even then. He does not care. He's, he'll say whatever he wants to say on radio. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he's had a week and a half off, so yeah, yeah, he'll be oh, ready yeah. to go. Um, but uh, how, how do we see the game going up? Because uh, to me, it feels like, obviously, Richmond are going to be heavy favourites. Collingwood can get them if they drag him down to their level. Unfortunately, Richmond like playing untidy. Yeah, mm. but I still don't think I don't think these teams are probably capable of having a blowout final in this sort of pressure. I think yeah. both teams rise this occasion, and it's going to be red hot from the first bounce. I feel like we'll run over them in the third, like we usually yeah. do. I feel like it's going to be down to that third and fourth quarter where we we'll just have the legs and the depth to get through there. Well, again, I love the matchups because uh, Rance, I would say, would go to to Goey, not Cox. Because uh, oh, Rance be on hard. Cox makes no sense. Goey's got him covered for speed. Yeah, yeah, but Rance. Uh, you know, he's the best backman going around at the moment, yeah. you'd say. So it's going to be a fun matchup to watch because it will be very, very interesting. It would not surprise me at all if they sent Grimes to Dugowie instead. That's what I thought too. Grimes, Grimes actually got to some Cox, toe. Um, maybe you send Rance. <laughs> <laughs> maybe send Rance to him because he can um, move him off the ball rather than spoil him. Well, he's got better foot smarts, no doubt. And run off him. Yeah. Uh, yep. He can be essentially, yeah, yeah, you know, the third yeah. man up or the extra man yep. and do what he does. Whereas Grimes can, he can't, I don't know if he, he won't match to go in a foot race, but no. he can outreach him. Yeah. 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 And he's, you're Mr. Versatile down back as well, Grimes. Yeah. Uh, and then you look at the the other end and you've got uh, Stevenson running around the joint kicking, uh, sorry, not Stevenson, so, fucking. Um, Rewalk? Uh, no, broom, uh, Broomhead? Sidebottom? Gold sack. Sorry. Gold sack, right. Um, Gold sack and Howe on uh, Jackie Boy and Caddy. Oh, Howe's got a hamstring. Uh, who who he'll we play. Ta- he'll play. He'll play, yeah. But uh, I, I don't see Howe playing on uh, Revolt. No. Gold sack, yeah. I don't think it's yeah, going to be that deep in, into their back line. Yeah, it doesn't make... It, Howe's half back. But that say. means Howe on someone like Josh Caddy. Uh, yeah. Josh Caddy can make him very accountable. Yep. Um, but... Uh, that's going to be fun to watch. Howe's going to want the high ball coming in so he can just float across. He will, but Caddy yeah. generally isn't a high flyer anyway, so he's no. he'll be quite happy to see three players go up for the yeah. mark and get the crumbs and run off it. Yeah. Well, that's always our strategy is send Jack up there for the fly and we don't make the stake of everyone going up. Yeah. Everyone's around just waiting to get onto it. And then you've got a young Rioli or a Higgins yeah. at the base. But this is the thing yeah. that could hurt the Tigers is the counter-attack of, of Collingwood because they're faster through the middle. And so if we don't trap that in, I think we're, we're liable to be exposed going through the corridor and having quick turnover points, which is well, our sort of Achilles heel. That's also been Richmond's uh, flag move though to yeah. have the quick rebound off half-back. Yeah. So you look at you know, Basha Hooley running through, and also Dusty Martin, who can do anything. There was, a, there was a thing the other day they showed, he will frequently just run into empty open space on the on the faith that his team will keep the ball moving forward yeah. and then become an option in the forward 25. What are those things that makes you look like a champion in a good team? Yeah, yeah. And, yep. and fair play. But, if you've got that much faith in your team and they actually are able yeah. to back that up. I'll give you a tip, though. Um, someone like Paddy Cripps can't do that at Carlton. Run into the open space. Guys, I'm open. What are you doing? <laughs> but, you know, th- there's, there's going to be a point where we've got to start saying with Dusty Martin, you know, he's Gary Ablett, Chris Judd level. Yeah. Like, he's he's a hair's whisker away from that. He, yep. he, he has to be for some of the things that he does and has done for, you know, the last two years. Like, right now, if you could take the best of Paddy Dangerfield and the best of Dusty Martin... 
I, I don't know which one I'm taking. Ooh, that's a good comparison, actually. I don't, I don't think he's at the Ablett Judd level no, just yet. He's not yet. No, but, but he's, def- he's at the Dangerfield level. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I, I think I'd rather the best of Dusty Martin than Paddy Dangerfield. I think I Dusty think Martin's, yeah. Dusty Martin's uh, angrier, which I like. You yeah. know what? I think he isn't. I don't think he's angry at all. I think he just knows I'm doing this. It's yeah. harder. Yeah. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. And uh, look, to be fair, a lot of those handoffs are fist in the face kind of things. But again, we're on the AFL yeah. level where if it looks cool, we're okay with it. He's not the Mark Hunt type. He's the Fedor and the Molecular. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is just, I'm doing it. You can't do a thing about it. Fuck you. He did put an oil check in one bloke I saw. But, uh, anyway. Um, but, Again, it's the matchups I love to watch, yeah. and there's so many of them here. I, I think uh, Grundy is going to be the biggest chance he, for. He's going to have to work over Collingwood. Sorry, and Grig. That's it. He'll give him an absolute bath around the ground, uh, in, and in the ruck they'll probably split the difference. I'd say, yeah. but uh, if he can be a, a genuine marking option on the half forward, That's it. if he can, he can move forward. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be their only chance because yeah. uh, you look at a lot of the matchups and uh, Richmond have the edge. Yeah. Uh, the midfield is going to be fun. I, I hope Trelaw and Cochin line up together. Yep. Because they'll, yeah. they'll ignore each other. other. Yeah. <laughs> and they've had chats in, yep. in the past. Yep. R- reminded Trelaw a few times you picked the wrong side. Yep. And, and especially with the Tigers, a lot of times we actually expect to lose the hit out. So yeah. we're on the back foot and that's sort of a game strategy that doesn't uh, phase us too much. So losing St. Clarence's isn't as big a deal as, as is for some other teams. That's what I think. I think, you know what, this could actually be a little bit of a blowout to the Tigers. I, I d- disagree with what you said earlier, Ben. Because... Yep. Um, uh, He's trying to keep a lid on it. They're the, they're the fitter side, and Collingwood have you know worked back from injuries and played the extra week. Yeah, um, and Daniel Wells is injured. Yes, and and they've only just remembered that Daniel Wells is still on their list. Um, but they do have Maine, so <laughs> they do have Chris Maine. Yes, yeah. yes, they do. Oh, so I think I think Tigers um, comfortably. I think they'll queue in the rack at the start of the fourth quarter. Well, I'm definitely picking the Tigers. Uh, yeah, I think it'll come down to that third quarter. We will get out to probably five goals and just sit there yeah. I think uh, what is going to shock Collingwood is that their supporters will be outnumbered what they've it could be for so long they've had uh, that massive uh, G advantage of all like last week it was 70,000 people and I reckon 65,000 were, were Collingwood oh, I yeah. think you're going to say 65 were GWS like <laughs> maybe 65, 65 playing I mean yeah. the, the, I just can't wait I want to see drone footage of when the game ends and Punt Road gets emptied and Margaret Court Arena gets emptied <laughs> And just with the chaos that will ensue, it's definitely yeah. going to happen. But I'm saying, like, the teams are used to uh, having that advantage. Yeah. And in this one, they won't have it. No. Like, Richmond will outnumber them and they will outcheer them. And if Richmond get ahead, it's going to be the most hostile uh, Coliseum environment. And they're not used to that. They're not used to having the crowd against them. And if it all burns down, who cares? Well, yep. pretty much, no. yeah. <laughs> we can rebuild it. But uh, no, I'm on Richmond. I think uh, if they even, if they. Any stage, if they get four goals ahead, they will bury them. Yeah. All right, on to the other one. West Coast and Melbourne over there Saturday afternoon. Oh, I love this match too. Well, West Coast won a couple of weeks ago over there, but that was without Kennedy and Darling um, got injured in the first five minutes. Yep. So this is a bigger ask. Um, It's going to be tough. And, I mean, it's about getting scoreboard pressure early and getting first use of the ball, which they've got every ability to do with, obviously, you know, Nick Nat and Gorn in there. last time, didn't he? No. But um, last week. Last time they played Melbourne. Oh, right. I'm with you now. Um, so I think it's going to come down to Melbourne be able to do what they've done in the last couple of weeks. They did it last week. Just got out to a, a good lead early. Yeah. Like, hit the ground running. There was no sort of warm-up or shake out the nerves. They were just ready and raring to go. Yeah. Um, but still, it's tough against the Eagles over there. It's very tough against the Eagles over there. Um, 
Eagles will capitalise on their opportunities better than what Hawthorne did. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lysette v Gorn, that's fun. Well, yeah, as I say, Gorn's obviously got the the um, advantage there. But um, one of the things that Melbourne did against Hawthorne, they were just bigger. Uh, and they pushed Hawthorne players over at, at will you know, yeah. um, in the contest. I, Eagles I, are stronger. Eagles are even, much, much stronger. I think they're bigger than um, Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah, yeah for I, sure. It's I don't be know very they're... tough for them to bully them like that. I don't think they're more ferocious, though. Probably not, but they are bigger. Mind you, look at uh, some of their guys like you know McGovern, Shuey. Uh, I've never no, seen Shuey take a backward step. No. Like, uh, just courage for days. Yeah, Hearn's just built of granite. Yeah, and that too, yeah. yeah. Good luck check, uh, trying to push him over. And, you know, Jack Darling, even though he has shown to be a bit injury fragile, he's he's one tough bastard. He played his best finals game of his life uh, a week ago against Collingwood, you know, and that's been one of his criticisms in the big games he yep. goes missing. Yep. Um, but uh, he stood up when he had to uh, last week, um, or, or a week before, I should say. And Elliot Yeo had a brilliant one then too. and Does and as he does. Even though he's a small lad, gee, he again will just straight line at the ball. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's that small. Yeah, yeah, I think he's, well, it's more lad in a team of fucking massive yeah, units. Yeah, massive units, exactly. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm tipping West Coast because it's over there and it's the easy tip. But uh, if that does happen and, you know, uh, West Coast v uh, Richmond in the grand final, we've got a Rioli v Rioli. Oh, yeah. Bruce, he'll, he'll have to retire on that. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I think he, he might not last the match. Hey, hang on. Rioli versus Rioli on grand final day with Cyril Rioli doing a lap of honour. Bruce is not going to make it. He's, he's make it. not no, going to make it. No, no, no. He's going to finish before the game. He's going to hear Rioli. He'll literally finish. <laughs> He'll finish <laughs> and then be finished. Rioli. Daniel, that is. It's going to be the sound clip going <laughs> yep. across all the, yep. the off-season. Yeah, I think um, I want I want Melbourne to win. If it was at the MCG, I'd pick Melbourne. But I just, yeah, I think you just got to go with West Coast over there. Plus, I'd rather play West Coast in, in the final if we get there. Really, yeah. You see, I'm on Melbourne because I think uh, I think the ruck battle Melbourne wins, yep. yeah. and if uh, Viney Jones, uh, Petrarca, Salem, those guys get first touch, I think they can be they can move the ball much faster. Yep. Although not they can be uh, ferocious, not as efficiently as West Coast. I think West Coast are much more efficient with the ball. Don't underestimate uh, Tom McDonald up forward too. Jesus yeah. taken some yeah. nice marks the last couple of weeks. Yep. He, he has looked very fucking good. I think Petrarca could be key in that forward line too if yeah. he's on yeah. taking marks, getting straight. Well, to me, the the key one. For me, is Oscar uh, Oscar McDonald, uh, Oscar Oliver. Um, his Clay, hard... Clayton Oliver. Clayton Oliver. Yeah, there is an What's Oscar the... McDonald. Yeah, there's a Clayton Oliver and an Oscar McDonald. Which one's the hardball get machine? Uh, Oliver McDonald, the red nut Oscar in the middle. McDonald. Yeah, Clayton Oliver. Clayton Oliver. Yep. Fuck it then. Him. Um, <laughs> he needs to get a lot of the hardball because he's going to have to earn every yep. fucking hardball get. Yep. With that midfield he's playing against, couple uh, hiding on online for a few dives as well. So uh, yeah. there's an exaggeration, not a dive. I mean, yeah. No, it was a fucking dive. Let's not. Don't let him. Just because he gets the hard balls and he does, yeah. doesn't yeah. mean he gets a free pass on all. Yeah, of them. and like you said, you said it on the night though. Tom Mitchell didn't need to push you. Yeah, I mean, but he just went. Well, if you're going to push me, I'm going to fall. You, you can't expect him to feel bad about it because no. he has anyway. no soul. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so West Coast all around, but I, I'm I, on I, I do, you. No, what, no, just, what, just got Melbourne. You, you think got Melbourne, Melbourne, yeah. yeah. I'd I, I like Melbourne as well, because I think yeah. that it's the fairy tale that we've had the, the last yeah. couple of years. The only thing is, Melbourne, the, and the grand final of the proletariat versus the bourgeoisie is just yeah. perfect. <laughs> um, chatting to some Melbourne supporters, they're fucking nervous as shit. They were nervous before the Hawthorne match, because they're not used to hope. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so, they have to drive across there, because all the flights are fucking too expensive. <laughs> so. if, they, if they do make it to the granny, 
Jesus fucking Christ. The the hope will be sky high. Yeah. And uh, I think 64 was the last time they won. It so. could come crashing down. It's a, it's a long way. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I want to see them make the grand final uh, because if they win, it's a great story. If they lose, yeah. it's fucking funny. Now, economy <laughs> could use a boost at the moment. So, <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, that's, uh, that's it for the AFL. So we may as well go around the state leagues. Um, and very interesting with uh, prelim finals in the Sandful <laughs> and grand finals in the Neefal on the weekend. Yep. Oh, How does Jesus it happen twice in one day? In yep. the space of a couple of hours, 19 men on the field. What but the fuck? Ridiculous. But especially when uh, apparently, honestly, I can't remember which one it was, the, uh, the Sandful and the Neefal, the umpire knew what was going on yeah, but was couldn't do sample. shit because yeah. it has to wait until it's well, called. what happened was at the start of the fourth quarter, um, the coaches for Woodville West Torrens knew there were 19 men on the field. Right. They went to the uh, emergency ump and said, there's 19 on the field. Like, that's what's going to happen? They said, there's nothing I can do. The captain needs to tell the umpire and call for a count. Yep. So they got, right, let's go tell the captain. North Adelaide have gone, let's get that extra man off the field. So, oh, right. so they took the man off the field before the captain knew what was going on. So the bench knew. Right. They couldn't do anything about it because the rules say they can't. But how long was he in the field for? Because it was a while, right? Enough to like, score. Like two minutes. Right. And yeah. they scored one goal two, yep. which is eight points, If you, and they won the game by five. But Ooh. see, the simple thing to me would be then, all right, let's count the bench. Like, if you're the reserve umpire, count the bench. Well, if there's... The reserve umpire knew. But he can't do anything. Well, that's fucking stupid. It has to be it a ha- request, yeah. The captain, or the acting captain, has to tell the field umpire... Yeah. I want to count. And I think it's one of those rules that have, have endured because it just hasn't happened. So you haven't had to, yeah. uh, to adjust it and say, well, actually, let's just be reasonable and make the umpire, if you notice this, then there's a certain penalty. Well, what else has happened is, remember it happened a couple of years ago where Sydney had... Sydney and North, yeah. North, Eddie had. Boomer was hiding at the back of the box <laughs> trying to break a tag. And then a player comes off and Boomer runs on. And the player, player that was running, on. the Sydney player that was running with the North player... yeah. Like he got replaced, and then Boomer's tag so, ran back on as well. Yep, that's not the important part. Uh, it is something happened, and they amended the rules slightly. So right. when it came to the Neefel and the Sandfall on the weekend, everyone went. So what's what's the rule again? Yeah, um, and especially at the Neefel, the Neefel was uh, less interesting, I think, than the Sandfall one because you know that, it's the Neefel. But and <laughs> in the Neefel, it happened again at the start of the fourth quarter. Yep. Um, Southport Sharks had an extra man on for about thirty seconds. Nothing happened, but. They called for the count, and they counted, and they were up by sixty points at the time. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> the Swans had kicked two goals four, <laughs> so it was still a game. Yeah. But they went right. Does their score get wiped, or did the rule change? And yeah, right. Nobody knew. It took so, about ten or fifteen minutes. The game's still going. Right. Where they had said no, it's an interchange infringement. We're not wiping their score. See, I would have wiped the score just to make it a match. It would have been exciting. Two yeah. four. Yeah. Uh, you guys who were 60 points up, now you're you're 2-4 you're, behind. You're Kicking on, lads. Yeah, it's uh, like a safety car. It's like the end of the race where Hamilton yeah. by, by a lap. It was like, oh, it's all down to this multi-ball. <laughs> um, and uh, if they did wipe the score, um, the Swans would have won by five points. Ooh. Uh, but to be fair, like you said, the bloke was on the ground for 30, 40 seconds. Yep. Nothing happened. There was no score in that time. Yeah. They were up by 60. It didn't affect the game. I think the right and just decision happened. Yeah. The yeah, Sanford one... Unlike oof, Sanford. How the oof, fuck uh, does that happen? It, yeah. Yep. How? Well, if you're on the bench, you look around and like, hang on, there's Davo, there's Steve. Well... I'm missing one, cunt. The problem is, you know, when they went out for the fourth quarter, you know, obviously four was meant to come to the bench and only three did. So everyone thought, oh yeah, I'm on. 
Yeah. There's got to be yeah. somebody who goes, oh, I'm the loose man. Where did he but, line but up? But even where with that, you, where did he line up? The loose man. You've yeah, got the old magnet know. board. If you line up on the Ford flank or whatever and some of the fuckers there, you're like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Like, surely that has to be around. Like, Hey, Dave-o, aren't you meant to be on the bench? Yeah. Well, we've got, well, we got two Ford flanks. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I wearing a vest? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. But it uh, keeps, keeps things interesting. Um, and uh, I watched the VFL finals on the weekend as well because uh, Box Hill got through. Yep. They've had a great uh, final series. The first one was a draw, went to overtime, and uh, they got up there. Yep. The next one, uh, we took care of Geelong, and then got up by one point in this one. Ooh. How many uh, A graders are dropping back now? I think there could be a few, you know. There's probably three or four. Um, I don't know. That Mad Monday all looked like they were accounted for, so... Well, see, that's the other thing. You know, obviously when a team gets knocked out, it usually takes a couple of days you hear about, you know, the delistings and yep. the retirements. We haven't had any yet because, you know, oh, grand finals on Sunday. Yeah. We, we don't want to sort of shuffle anybody off. And then, <laughs> by the way, can you play for us on Sunday? We, we need some help. Well, that's the hard thing. <laughs> like, if you do delist anyone, they can still play. Yeah, they but can. It, how motivating are going to be fucking... Well, fucking it's, be. It's an audition, isn't it? Yeah. Essentially? Uh, I guess so. Uh, look, you're out, but uh, you've got this weekend to prove that we might redraft you. Yeah. Or somebody else can pick you up. Well. You know, which it can happen. But, uh, yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f***? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I don't think it's enough for me to go to the game, though. Uh, no. To go watch a VFL where, game. Where How much is the VFL game these days? Oh, it's probably five bucks entry, I reckon. That's wrong with that. I have no, I have no, no idea. But it's at Eddie Hatton. Gouging the fuck out of it now. It'd be 20 bucks. It's probably 20, yeah. 20 bucks. Um, is the VFL women's and then the VFL men's on, mm. a, well, Marvel Stadium, I should say. Oh, uh, they haven't replaced the, the, signage. the signage yet. Not yet. Not yet. Have they put oh. up, like, the Iron Man and Not the yet. fucking. Oh. No, that was just a mock up. People were complaining about this. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. It, yeah, I agree. Oh, I'm on, I'm on board with it. Yeah, win the toss. We're going to the Hulk Buster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm in. What, in fact, what's not should, to like about it? The ump should be wearing that shit. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I want to see Thor call free kicks. <laughs> would Razor Ray be? What, who, which Avenger would he go for? Which oh. Probably Hawkeye because he's shit. Um, they, should, they should go all out and just rename the suburb. Have, I don't know what's, what's something that's under uh, Marvel's Wakanda. Wakanda, yeah, fuck it, let's go with that. Asgard to be its own city state. Well, that might you know be what? something Hunter. like that. Marvel's owned by Disney, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Ra- Razor can be Jaja. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I remember yeah. that. I love the fan theory that Jaja was actually a Jedi, yeah. but they were like, uh, no. This is what yeah. this is like the most well thought out research conspiracy that I've come across on the internet. Where I'm like. It's not true, but I love how you've just pieced together all this stuff and put two together and got oranges, and yeah. the orange tastes fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> you pick the grapes it. and the wine, it tastes like yeah. see you on November 27th. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, well. Um, all right. Is there any uh, trade news you've been up on, Josh? Oh, sweet fuck. Um, <laughs> I, I made the um, horrifying yet strangely amusing mistake of joining a whole bunch of naffy, nuffy um, AFL yeah. North yeah. And I bet Facebook you, pages. You fit in like a pig and shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, no. Like, I am, I am fucking Stephen Hawking compared to this shit. <laughs> um, and by that, I mean I can... Talking complete sentences, even if they do sound robotic, but um, yeah, I don't think Stephen Hawking could talk in complete sentences. But I think they sound robotic. But um, as soon as um, you know, this afternoon they're talking about uh, should we pick up Jared Ruffhead? I'm like, fucking what? (laughs) (laughs) And I meet. I'm like, what? As a coach? (laughs) It's Ball Stewart or some shit. I don't know. Like, no, no. I'm pretty sure. Like. of all the criti- criticisms I've had of North Melbourne, their list management and uh, talent identification has not been one of them. Uh, talent identification is good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they, they said they know who to cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, just landing a target. Yeah. This well, year it sounds like they've, they've well, got that sorted. Well, sometimes, sometimes it's always hard to attract a quality player away from the squad. Um, Unless you're offering ridiculous money, in which case you've done your job if you put that offer to yeah. them. And if you haven't sold it, yeah. that's another thing. But uh, you know, I, I dare you, say, you gotta throw your hat in the ring. Yeah, Dusty isn't regretting his choice. No, and uh, Josh Kelly, who knows? That could still happen. Still could not happen. Whatever. But um, you know, the, the Hall has come out today and said, "Yeah, look, I'm looking at going to North." Uh, Pollock, uh, a couple of days back or a week he, back or whatever. He's, yeah, he's signed, sealed, delivered. Yeah, um, still need to make a trade for those two. Uh, and then Gaff is a restricted free agent, so West Coast could pick up a compensation pick probably around pick 20 or pick 19, depending it's, on how they finish. Depending on how all the other uh, combo picks Or they going. could try and trade if they want to match it, in which case they're probably going to fuck up their salary cap. I, I don't know. I think I said it last week. I, I just got the feeling he's going to stay. It just feels like he's changed his mind, you know? He's gone back and he's training with them again. It's and- one of those ones where... There's so many mixed messages coming out because yeah. he, he's a lot of his, there's analysis to the fucking anus yeah. on this shit. Yeah, it's all bullshit um, analysis. Oh, yeah, completely, completely. And people are saying, "Oh, look, he only talked about this year, therefore he's not thinking the future." Then he's doing this. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Only he knows, and maybe his uh, maybe he doesn't uh, even have a decision yet. Maybe he's made his mind up three or four different times. Yeah, right? yeah. he, he yeah. could be going back and forth as well, and well, it's entirely possible. Um, yeah, we'll have to wait for the book. If he decides he wants to leave. The, the story is that he's going to North. If he decides he wants to stay, obviously he stays at West Coast. But uh, there's so many different uh, angles to this one that it's going to be one of those ones where no one knows until the end of the trade period. Yeah. It's going to be a very interesting trade period this year. But um, North is uh, still hanging their hat on that. Yep. So if they miss out on Gaff, they'll probably get Polek and Hall, you'd say. Oh, that's guaranteed, I think. I think. Either either yeah, I think. Nothing's guaranteed until it's guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair. But um, they still need... Hall, they'd probably pick up for fuck all. Yeah. Um, Gaff, yeah. pick 10 is the story, plus maybe uh, a pick swap on uh, third po- round or something. Pollock, you mean? Pollock, sorry. Yep. Um, and then... Gaff, we'll uh, see what happens. Gaff, see what happens. But there's also the amount of players North have been fucking linked with. There's been Rowan, there's been fucking Kelly a year early, which, mm. yeah. to be fair, it sounds not impossible. Yeah, I'm going to say, do, do you doubt it? That yeah, North haven't look, asked the question. I, I, well, they have, they're currently in chats with Billy Slater, so <laughs> <laughs> we'd not be fucking surprised. He's available. Yeah. Uh, they'll probably get a hundred games with him just for his kids. <laughs> but um, there's been, you know, Jack Billings was thrown up the other day. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's uh, it also happened um, on uh, the Hawthorne Reddit page. God, who was it? Um, there was somebody that went, hey, guys, what do you think about this guy um, coming to Hawthorne? I'm trying to, think, oh God, who was it? Anyway, was it Jack Stevens? No, he was another one thrown no, up. No, it, was, it must have been. Oh, uh, Newman was another one from Sydney. Oh God, why would you? Um, 
and again, it all depends on what the cost is. If yeah. you're getting him for literally nothing, then you're like, all right. Still, I mean, you don't want to pick up a VFL player. Well, we've got a VFL team now, so we can do that. But um, uh, yeah, but Sydney, Sydney have had so many players who have not apparently requested uh, Parker, Hanbury. Um, who else is really come Parker? Well, yeah. Again, that's what it's. It's fucking stupid season no. at the moment, so you never know. But uh, apparently, oh, I'm talking about Nuffy Pages. I forgot. Yeah, uh, Stuart Crammery was the one on the Hawthorne one. Oh right. So oh, said, Cramery. "What about Stuart Crammery?" Yeah. No. And then there's 15 no. comments that are literally no, 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 no. 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 <laughs> Fuck off. And then the, the Josh original, Green, the original bloke, come back and went, "Can you guys make up your mind?" Let's be self aware. Yeah, I sent him a message. I went, "By the way, 24 hours later, still no." <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> But uh, and uh, the other one that has come out just recently, uh, Rory Lobb apparently wants to go west to play forward. Yeah, well, he's been a uh, he's a WA boy, and I think ever since he made his debut, and you're like, oh, yeah, he can take a grab. Yeah. The, immediately, the West went. Eh, we're interested. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah, you'd have to think if you're um, West Coast, you're like we've got Darling and Kennedy. Like, granted, Kennedy's getting on, and Darling, yeah. you know, isn't a rookie, but you're still like no, we've got two tall forwards. I'm not interested in a third tall forward. Like they say, mate, we need a ruck. You're not interested in ruck. Sorry. Mm, yeah. um, so Whereas I'll, if you're a Frio, you're like, yeah. fuck yes, we want tall forwards. And in fact, if you have three, we'll take them all. And they'll have money too. But uh, I heard the whispers on one of the radio shows, I can't remember which one, Like, because Tim Kelly from Geelong is rumoured to want to go back to WA as well. Yeah. Um, and they said that Frio, obviously interested. But no way Geelong let him go. Oh, he's, he only signed a one-year contract. Oh, um, right. But, um, you know, if he wants to go, you can't, force him to stay yeah well you but, can um, not if he's out of contract um, but apparently Frio got a very hard time to convince him to go there you right know, because uh, mate I don't like where you're going well, this is the funny thing about uh, uh, the west coast like the the side of the country not the yeah. team western Australia is yep. that um, when you go to Perth and that it's generally the people that grew up in Perth they move to the east coast yeah. and there's people on the east coast who are fuck up and go on the sun who, who, who are over there Except for AFL, they come across here and like, fuck it, I'm going yeah, back. Going straight back, as yeah. soon as I can. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it stuffs up the team sometimes too, especially Frio, because they yeah. go, well, we want to come back. And Frio are like, well, all right, we'll, we'll take you. Shit, yeah. Um, all right, yeah. <laughs> got to go. Half like, pack of Doritos. And good. They don't get to target people, you know? Yeah. People target yeah. them, yep. which is yeah. good and bad. Was there, was there a rumor of someone from Frio... Maybe interesting going to Gold Coast. Lockie Neal. Lockie Neal. Maybe yeah. Brisbane. Brisbane. Which right. they he's been good. He's been very fucking good. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah, he's so, the second best player. So you'd be like, Yeah, I'm pretty keen on keeping you, mate. It, it could be as much as, you know, he just wants to bump his price up too. Yeah. Um, yep. Which again is pretty common around this time yeah, of year. Yeah. But I mean it, it was there was no uh, ifs and or buts. He went to Brisbane for a couple of days and uh, hung out with Chris Fagan and had dinner with him and all that kind of shit. So yep. you know, it's not a frivolous um, story bunny stretch um, I think now that uh, GWS are knocked out we might hear a few things about them in the next couple of days cause, yep. uh, we already have started to hear about Dylan yeah. Shields so. Shields and maybe Scully and I think you know what if you can get Scully out of the medical room yeah. god damn he can play that kid. Yeah. Yep. nobody runs more than he does Shields is the big pickup though and uh, the, the good money is it's between St. Kilda and Hawthorne if he does leave Yeah, and if you've got that choice Fuck me, St. Kilda better offer you a lot of cash because they're, they're all sorts. Yeah, yeah, but, they're in trouble. But again, fair play to St. Kilda for putting numbers in front of him. But the, if you're, you're almost... Shield and you're looking at, all right, I'm going to a premiership winning coach with still a lot of premiership players and a coach who has is in the conversation with a coach of the, the generation, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Well, he, he is quite. Yeah. He's got four flags. 
yeah, the last 10 years. Prior to Lee, Lee Matthews, he's coach of the decade, easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lee Matthews is the next one who can challenge him as yeah, yeah. coach of the era, whatever you want to fucking call it, the AFL period. Yep. Um, or you go to a St. Kilda team that's in massive debt and players are... Coach all, might not be there. Coach may not yeah. be there. It, unless the money is just so stupid. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's comes down call. to. Do you take... I don't, know, I don't know what the difference is in money offered, but let's throw it out there. 800 grand versus 1.1. You go, oh, jeez, you know what? Yeah. But if you, they start to go, you know what? We want 1.5 over five years. Holy fuck, champ. Yeah. 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 But, you know, that's if he leaves. Because yeah. remember, he's, he's still contracted. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, you only need, like, you know, 800,000 to live in North Melbourne. You need 1.1 to live in St. Kilda. <laughs> yeah. 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 That can happen. But, but uh, Saints are very much taking over North Melbourne's uh, mantle the last couple of years of million dollars. But uh, like, they've got to. They have to. Got to convince somebody. Because uh, you know, if you're not asking, the, like the problem St Kilda had, even when North were doing that, was they were the second person to the deal. Yeah. And so if you've got North offering, you know, a ten million dollar over ten year deal, and then St Kilda goes, oh, we'll do eleven, eleven million over ten years or ten million, you're like, mate, you're too late yeah. to the party. Yeah. yeah. This, this has been announced because it's been three months in the making, yeah, exactly. and you're just turning up. I've had, uh, you know, I've slept over with them already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've already gotten half pissed. Um, <laughs> So, but I, I, I'm glad they're uh, in that conversation at the moment. Yeah. Actually, it was funny that story that came out about uh, Nick Rewalt getting hammered with uh, a couple of Richmond boys and then ringing Richmond's list manager, seeing if they get a trade worked out for him to come out, come on board after he retired. <laughs> <laughs> it's like four in the morning. <laughs> they're bringing up this manager. Hey, can we, yeah, we get Nick Rewalt in their team. He wants to come across. Let's, let's make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I love those stories. That's great. That's great. But, Gold Coast. What the fuck are they oh, doing? No, that'll be fine. Like, uh, Hall's probably leaving. Lynch, you'd say, is out the door. Right. Will Brody's done. Stephen May might be thrown in there as well. Yeah. yeah. Who the fuck they got left? Yeah. They struggle to keep... Is Stuart Drew going to play? Yeah. It, it's, it's Gold Coast. It's the fucking graveyard of sporting teams. Like, we shouldn't yeah. be surprised. No. Well, the Titans are still running. Just. Kinda. Yeah, they got the bailed out. Well, yeah, fair play. Are but, the uh, Cowboys still going? No. Uh, yeah, that's North Queensland. North Queensland? That's Cairns. Oh, right. Cairns. But um, yeah, well, assuming they're a going, Ken's growing... Sun sounds pretty <laughs> exciting. Assuming they're a going concern, who they got next year that you want to see play? I, I'd have to look at their list. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, even last year, I would have said, I, I liked watching uh, Adam Saad running at the back. Is, that, is Tuke Miller still Call, there? Colin Dajny, is he yeah. still running around? Yeah. One of them? Could be, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the oh, same day. Yeah, yeah. Nice he's not the worst yeah. lad, oh. but... There's just, uh, you can only go to the draft so many times and you can only trade for pure players so many times. Uh, like, I reckon course. they should have a rotating spot for the Gold Coast. It should be like the winner of the Neeful gets actually an AFL uh, promotion. <laughs> Stick him in there and like, soon later it's got to work. Yeah, it's got to be a mighty ducks. <laughs> yeah. Come through. Oh, well. But uh, if, if they lose those four players they better get a lot in compensation. Like, oh, you think the AFL but, goes, all right, you have 10 first-rounders in compensation. What, what, yeah, what's that going to do? You know, because they, yeah. they, they're gone. In well, then they could just copy GWS time. and go, all right, we'll get 10 fucking top footballers and make them all live together and go to uni <laughs> together, and then maybe they'll stay. They need, you know, 20-year-olds. They need to reset, yeah. Yeah. They need to start from scratch again. They need, like, three Luke Hodges, if they get, plus their 10 yeah. um, uh, number one picks. And, and the thing is, on the flip side... Brisbane are looking like they've got a structure in place that's going to actually bear fruit. Yeah. Again, they look pretty good. Yeah, so you're not going to be able to pinch players from no. obviously the rival. I think the only, only player who's going to leave there will be Beams. Uh, and that's only t- no, because... It, yeah. 
he thought about it, but he came out the uh, uh, best and fairest and said, "No, I love the place. I, I can't. I can't do it." I think he still could, he a lot of bit to go there. So yeah. yeah, not necessarily this year, but he still could head back. Yeah. Clay got to listed, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he doesn't have a lot holding him there. Um, the the club, other club, I think, is in all anyways is uh, Port Adelaide. Obviously, having a massively disappointing season. Yep. And yep. now you've got uh, well, Pollock's more Gone. likely leading. And, um, but that's fair enough. That's not Port Adelaide's fault. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Although you say that, but uh, yeah. Pollock's come out and said they did not at all come to the party. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I think if you read the the whole article, the headline I thought was a little bit sensationalist. Was, but yeah. The whole article said, you know, they wanted to wait to see if my foot was right, and it was, and he played better, and they couldn't get near the numbers. Yeah. No, it wasn't they anyway. couldn't get near the numbers at all. Well, they couldn't. Yeah. But it was also, their offer at the start of the year was, you know, say a two-year for whatever yeah. it was. And, and then the they like, did right, budge. We're going to hold on, see if it is, and it was better. And he had a great year, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah our original offer still stands." Yeah, and he's like, and they couldn't get near it anyway. Well, they probably couldn't, but the the fact that they weren't even willing to negotiate—it's like the Adelaide uh, Maybe negoti- trade guys that yeah. just you know closed the laptop and left. You see that happen, you're like, "Well, you're not putting the effort in. Why the fuck should I?" I don't think it was that bad, though. I think it was just what you want. What guys, we, we can't do it. Yeah. Well, all we he's asking, yeah. Well, you never really know unless yeah, you're in the room. Exactly, exactly. But uh, apparently, all he's asking for was an extra year. He wanted a three-year, not a two-year. And at his age, yeah, yeah. he's been he's only kind of fragile. Yeah. But not. he still played, what, 18 games this year? Career best year for him. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, in which case, you know, you, you wouldn't want to lock him down if you're trying to retain him. You wouldn't offer him a five-year, but North have. But, at the uh, end of the day, even if he took the, the lesser offer from Port, that means a quarter of a million dollars less a year. Yeah. yeah. I, I think... You're still gonna. Uh, yeah, be man. If they tacked on the extra year at the same price, he'd still be like, you know what? I might, I might just. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind a new Maserati each year. Yeah, yeah. But besides him, Renault. <laughs> besides him, there's been. Uh, oh, Koshi comes out and says everyone's on the uh, trade table. Whereas you think, uh, mate, Koshi, you know Jeff Kennett. Just uh, sit down, mate. Sit down. Um, yeah. But uh, Wingard apparently is one they've been floating as well. Well, apparently he wants more money. Wait, fair enough. Hardball. And Hawthorne's been one of the clubs linked. I'm not sure I'm interested, to be honest. See, no, I'd take him. I, I think know. he's that sort of... He, he will not be a superstar player, but I think he's that good... Um, if he's your average, you're doing very fucking well. Yeah, of course, of course. He's a great player, but I just I just don't know how he fits in. I mean, you don't... Well, if Luke Hodge turns up, probably not so well. <laughs> if Paul if was comes back, struggling to offer a cash that was going to make him stay there, he's not worth... Whatever he was asking at Port yeah. at Hawthorne. Yeah. So you're not giving him that cash. Yeah. If you say you're coming to us, we're not giving you that money. You're coming here because we're a team that's on the up and we've got yeah. chances of actually winning flags again. And I, I think if you can get him at, at that sort of um, compromise, he'll be worth it because you can afford to play with him. Like stick him on a halfback flank, see what he does for rebound. Stick him on a wing, wax him with um, uh, Isaac Smith or something yeah. like that. You know, he's a yeah. running player, he's in all the height, but he can go on and off the ball, push forward. You got some options with him, but you, you just can't pay overs for him. I, I would, I would take him, stick him in the VFL just to piss off a few. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. No, I think he'd be a great pickup for Hawthorne, which is why I hope they don't get him. I but him. Um, it's going to be the biggest trade period we've ever had by far. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting and uh, gives something for us that are no longer in the finals something to look forward to and talk about. I'll be looking forward yep. to this month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the season proper as you call it. <laughs> All right, that'll do us for this one. Good luck. Right. Peace.